What is going on, people? Welcome to Extra Level, a supplement to your usual level with you goodness. Kenny and I, the Sub-Zero Hero himself, a.k.a. the Dominican Bakugo, is here to discuss the PlayStation 5 reveal event. It was over an hour long. We got a look at a whole bunch of new games. We wanted to jump on and give our reactions to it while they're still fresh in our minds and our hearts. Kenny, how you doing today? I'm good. I'm good, actually. You know, super excited that we're doing this. It's the first, you know, we tried streaming the the first reveal event thing last time that PlayStation did it. We streamed that, but like an impression yeah. thing, an extra level. I like, I like it. So I'm excited that we're doing this. Cool, cool. Yeah, me too. So I have my little notepad that I wrote down all the games that were announced as they were shown. Uh, we got a whole slew of them to talk about. Uh, some of them we won't get too in depth because we just saw a brief teaser and a little hard to tell. Uh, but overall, general reaction, what are your takeaways? How are you feeling? Are you more excited, less excited? Um, how do you think Sony did in, the, in this big showing? Um, I'm very excited, actually. Uh, I really liked the so- showcase. Um, yeah, there were some games that I was expecting that we didn't see. And, of course, we saw some games that we knew we were going to see in a way, you know. And I think mm-hmm. it was really great overall. It was very. It was long enough. Um, at one point in time, I thought it was never going to end, and it wasn't. It was long, end. man. Was... Yeah, and I didn't even take it as a negative thing either that it, it felt like it was never going to end. I was like, damn, like, keep showing me games for all I care. You know? Yeah, and I think that it was well-paced. You know, you got the big reveal up front. Uh, nobody, well, first of all, they showed GTA Five, which was a little bit of an eye-roll moment to start off the show. I mean, it's coming expanded and enhanced to PS5. This is the third generation now where <laughs> Rockstar's bringing out GTA 5. I mean, can't blame them. It's one of the best-selling games of all time. Uh, but then, I think a shock to most people, and I do apologize that my video is so laggy. I guess it must be my internet connection. Um, but anyway, you can hear me. Spider-Man Miles Morales coming holiday 2020 so this might be a launch game, a sequel to the 2017 Spider-Man, or was it 2018? I, I can't remember off the top of my head, but nobody expected it this soon. And wow, what a great way to start the show. Yeah, like when I when when that happened and it was like holiday 2020, I was like, it's a launch title? Like, and this is the first we're hearing about it? Like, what's, go- what's going on here? They kept this under wraps on a tight lip pretty pretty well. There hasn't been any rumors yeah. about it. No, I mean, we knew that there'd be a Spider-Man 2 or something coming out within the next, with the first couple of years of the console, but nobody expected it at launch. Still remains to be seen the scope of this game. Is it a full-on sequel? Um, or is it more of a infamous first light type of thing where it's another hero in, in a shorter, more condensed version? I really don't care either way. I think it's really cool that... You know, Sony owning Spider-Man, such a big thing, a uh, big brand for them. PS4, Spider-Man, one of the best-selling exclusives of the generation. Fantastic title. Um, and then right after that, we got a couple more bangers right off the right off the bat. We got Gran Turismo 7, which everybody knew was coming, but I think a lot of people were a little disheartened with Gran Turismo Sport. Um it looks beautiful, that's for sure. I mean, we know Gran Turismo's always been a looker ever since the original PlayStation. So, any thoughts on, on Gran Turismo from you, Kenny? 
Um, I wasn't surprised. Um, like you said, we knew it was coming. You know, Gran Turismo is is a such a staple franchise. So when it came up on screen, I was like, Grant, I was like, wow, what? Gran Turismo has always been one of the most beautiful racing games. I know it's not better looking than Forza, but I remember Gran Turismo when I played it on my PlayStation Two. You know, so it's mm-hmm. always, it was one of my early racing games that I've got I, I first got into. So. You know, so it was nostalgic seeing them. Like, hey, it's never going to go away. As long as we have PlayStations, we're going to have Gran Turismo's, you know? Exactly. Yeah, I remember Gran Turismo 3, A-Spec, being such a big thing in the early days of the PS2. It's really showcasing the what the hardware could do. Um, and then we got something that I was super pleased to see. Another Insomniac game, Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart. A fully from the ground up new game that was like really cool how they were transporting from level to level so quickly and seamlessly seems like they're taking advantage of the hardware in a neat way uh i've been playing ration clank since i was 12 whenever the first one came out on the ps2 i've played not all of them but most of them and the fact that they're going to the lengths of not remaking like they did with the ps4 game which was you know kind of a reimagining of the original the fact that it's a brand new from the ground up, next gen Ratchet and Clank, not something I was expecting, and very cool. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I actually went as that one came up. My son was passing by, and he was like, "Ooh, what game is that? You know, let me see, Daddy." And I'm like, "What is that kind of come out for the Xbox?" I'm like, "Nope, PlayStation Five, Poppy." He's like, "Oh <laughs> man!" So it was. It definitely looks great. It looks fun. Um, I don't think I've ever been in a Ratchet, a Ratchet and Clank game, but that's a game I could see myself jumping into. Cool. Yeah, it's a hell of a franchise, and I think it would, might be something that your your son would enjoy too. It's you know, it's got action like Fortnite, but it's a good way to teach him about platformers and exploration. And it's got a great sense of humor, good characters. Um, and I don't want to just keep going straight down the line, but the thing that was announced after that was the new Square Enix IP, Project Athia which um, I guess Gary Whitta, who is a frequent guest on Kind of Funny, and he's also the writer of Star Wars Rogue One, uh, as well as some DC comics and other stuff in the expanded Nerdiverse. Uh, He's apparently lending a hand in the writing of the game, so that's very cool. And, you know, when they showed the Square Enix and they showed it looking all epic and everything, I was like, holy crap, is this about to be Final Fantasy seven part two or um final fantasy 16 but new ip uh, i'm down for it um yeah so was there anything kenny that stood out to you as like a surprise that you weren't uh, expecting or one of the uh, you know ones that we weren't expecting to see that that were was most appealing to you I want to say that the one that caught me the most off guard was Resident Evil Village or Resident Evil 8 Village. That one caught mm-hmm. me the most off guard because, you know, the trailer's going and I'm like, I'm like, oh, a horror game looks good. And then I'm like, all right. And then, you know, at the end, Chris, what are you doing? And I'm like, Chris. And then the the logo comes up. I'm like, Resident Evil? Like, Holy crap, this is a continuation. This must be the same guy from 7 or Biohazard, um, whatever you want to call it. And I was like, that mm-hmm. was not expecting that. Like, I saw on Twitter and everywhere, like, people throwing out the rumors. You know, some people thought, some people 
to my, you know, I was like, yeah, no, I don't know why you ran putting that out there. They just announced that there was going to be a season, pa another, another set of characters. Some people thought Street Fighter Six was going to get announced today, you know? Um, oh, no. Like, <laughs> yeah, no. But this Resident Evil game, I was like, okay. You know, I was not expecting that. And I was like, very, very surprised. Um, I wasn't expecting... Chris to... well, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, wasn't Chris a character from Resident Evil 1? Yes, Chris is a mainstay. Resident Evil 1, Resident Evil 5, he was in 6. Um, and he does pop up in set in Biohazard uh, in one of the DLC. And I, I guess he pops up, spoiler alert. Oh, in a DLC? At, okay. At, in a DLC and at the end of, of 7, I guess, when you beat it. Huh, I did beat 7. I didn't recall that. and I didn't play any of the DLC. But I thought that the game looked really interesting and cool setting, kind of giving me some Resident Evil 4 vibes, but some also vibes that I hadn't felt before. <laughs> so like, I'm glad that they are mixing it up and, you know, not making another swampy Resident Evil 7 down south. Like, this looks like a totally new locale. I like that they're going back to first person. So we got the remakes in third person. And we got the new stuff in first person. Gives it a very dynamic feel to the series in general. So I agree. That was that was definitely a top five trailer for me. Oh, for sure, definitely top five. Um, I want to say another one that might have that kind of caught me, you know, by surprise uh, was I was not expecting more more gameplay and like more, any gameplay footage. I know we got the teaser, but I didn't expect any gameplay mm -hmm. footage um, of Ghostwire Tokyo. Right, and that looked pretty neat. Yeah, yes, it, it looked. I was like, too. looked very. I don't know. You got elemental powers. It's first person. Um, looked pretty psychedelic, and uh, definitely wanting to see more. And I'm glad that that seems like it's moving along in a in a positive direction. But the first person game that really impressed me was Death Loop. How cool did that look? I knew you were gonna say that. I, I, saw, I, I was like, wow, like, I was like, I know we're going to touch upon Deathloop because it, the concept is so unique and it looked so, mm -hmm. uh, so cool. You know, like the the whole teaser trailer and everything. I was like, wow, like, you know, I didn't play any of the Dishonored games, but I was like, this game really, really has me where I'm like very interested. I want to follow it and up until it comes out. So I'm excited for that one because the whole concept of you're stuck in this time loop on this island and people are just hunting you for, you know, they're for fun and you're trying to break the loop by killing the eight eight targets. And I was like, okay, I could get behind this. Yeah, and I think you can play as the other assassin that it, it hints to being the one that you're going after. And like, I think that you can play it from both sides. I, I'm not 100% about that, but just the gameplay looked really frenetic and intense and kind of expanding on Dishonored system of uh, having many different ways to go about a level with all your different powers and weapons and kind of being creative in that sense, but just essentially stripping away all the steampunk uh, old England style stuff from um, Dishonored and just going full like badass Quentin Tarantino Kill Bill style comic book. Like they're just like you know, Dishonored was, I don't think it was a franchise that did particularly well commercially. I know it did extremely well with critics and, you know, it's old enough to the, where they made a sequel. But 
I don't think it was the hit that it could have been if it was a more appealing uh, cast of characters and setting. And I think that they're nailing that with, with what we've seen of Deathloop so far. Oh, definitely. I can agree with that. I definitely don't think that at any point in time, Dishonored really jumped out to me like, oh my god, I need to get this game. Um, definitely mm-hmm. has has a different effect on me. It's it's like, wow, like I want this game. And let's hope that it doesn't disappoint, that it comes through and it's a hit when it comes out. Um, mm-hmm. what, yeah, what, definitely, what, definitely got that cool factor. Yes. Sorry, Kenny, go ahead. No, I was going to say, um, man, like you played Dishonored, right? Like, uh, yeah, I played one and two. Yeah, so didn't play the Death of the Outsider. So I was gonna say, like, the I it must take like a lot of a lot of influence from Dishonored, right? Because I saw, you know, I've seen a little bit of Dishonored's gameplay, and I felt like, okay, some of the way he the character was using some of his abilities in Deathloop, I was like, okay, so they they're they're kind of transitioning some of the engine and fight fight mechanic the fighting mechanics in dishonored over to death loop and making it better i assume right for sure yeah it looks very you know the the first person action and the, having your powers be able to transport you across the map in interesting ways and it looks like there's some sort of portal thing going on here where you can zip in and out of locations even quicker i don't know i just saw the trailer an hour ago and now i'm trying to piece it together in my mind. I just remember that it looked very cool. Definitely in, uh, a continue a spiritual successor, I would say, to Dishonored was what it looked like to me. Um, and then we got a couple, you know, really neat looking mainstays from our generation getting sequels. Hitman 3 looks sick. That level they showed in Dubai, like him just on like the absolute top of the world skyscraper. Um, I think that I didn't play Hitman 2 yet. <clears throat> The 2016 Hitman is a phenomenal game, and they're just going to next-genify it and take it to even greater heights. Hey, hey, get it. Um, then I think that that's going to be cool. Good good place for them to showcase it. Um, and we also got footage, our first look at next-gen NBA player sweat uh, in... NBA 2K1 portion. <laughs> <laughs> I was so thrown off about that. I was like, of course, you know, NBA 2K21 got to get itself there, itself out there, and why not? You know, everybody's been waiting for the PS5 reveal, so let's throw out NBA players almost real life sweating out there. You know? Um, yeah, I mean that's the thing that even ever since the 360 and PS3 first introduced sweat mechanics. I think they've just improved year over year and like they're taking it to the next level and you know, after he does the dunk and the the pop off, the you're like, okay, that looks really real. That looks pretty awesome and I it's always exciting to play sports games when a new console generation comes around, whether it be Madden or two K and it, it was cool to see to get a first look at that. Oh oh for sure. But you know, then my gripe with it is yeah. They're going to make it look as beautiful and realistic as possible, but are they going to make it any better? I just recently got back into 2K, so I was playing 2K20 off of Game Pass, and mm-hmm. man, it's it's tough sometimes because I'm I'm pretty good. And of course, people are, are nasty online. They they do this, they play this hours without end. You know, I'm just hum- jumping in and playing like an hour of it. But wow, mm-hmm. some of the animations are, you know, just a nuisance they're not needed so if you're gonna make it realistic man 
you know the sweat that's cool i don't think i i get too excited about a, a sweaty man you know <laughs> <laughs> speak for yourself kenny <laughs> right speak for myself <laughs> but damn make it hopefully next gen they they they're able to fix some of the some of the issues that's been playing 2k for like the last three years mm. uh well i was a diehard 2k man back about 10 years ago i like playing with my buddies but 2k9 2k10 11 and 12 those are the four that i like sunk countless hours into and since i've just been very casual but you know i don't have anything else to say about that <laughs> definitely um, i got you a couple big surprises uh the and i can't really say this is a surprise because it's been the, one of the most rumored games going around but it was the one that made me perhaps the most excited out of all Demon Souls remake coming to PS5 from Bluepoint, the remake uh, extraordinaire studio. They made the Shadow of the Colossus remake, and what else did they remake? There was another game they remade, huh? right? It, it was Shadow of the Colossus, and what was the other one? I know it was really big. Um, they did it. Did they remake? No. Not not Dark Souls one, no. Oh, I think they did the Nathan. Tr okay, so they did the Nathan Drake collection. So remastered remastered all those for the PS4. Okay. Uh, they did the Metal Gear Solid HD collection, uh, which was uh, two, three, and Peace Walker. Uh, they did the Ico and Shadow of the Colossus remasters or for the PS3. So it's pretty much all they do. But this looked great. Demon's Soul is a 2009 PS3 exclusive that has kind of, you know, been left behind because Sony owns the IP. They haven't done anything with it uh, since Dark Souls took off in 2011 and, you know, spawned a major franchise. So it'll be great to go back to, you know, the original lore, ratchet up the intensity because Demon's Souls definitely can't hold a candle as far as, you know, great boss fights go in a modern sense compared to a Dark Souls 3 or, or Bloodborne. Uh, I played through Demon's Souls a few years ago after already completing literally every other Souls game. So it was sort of just, you know, it was fun and it was good, very good. It just didn't have the wow factor that those games can have when it's, you know, cutting edge uh, graphics and, and sound and everything like that. So I'm a big Soulsborne fan, and the fact that this is being remade is just, it's its very cool. And I think that a lot of people are excited about it. Oh, for sure, for sure. Honestly, I know that I saw it, and I instantly, once again, I was like, oh, look at Wiley. You hear me? He, he's, having a, <laughs> he's having a field day today with the PS5 event. You know, Demon's Souls? I was like, I know this is a remake right here, but still... You know, that's uh, I'm, I know we had the rumors swirling around that Blue Point was working on it, but to get it revealed mm -hmm. and shown that it's coming for the PS5, that's perfect. You know, that was one of those that people yeah. were saying, "Hey, PS5 is going to come out and they're going to have Demon Souls almost at almost practically at launch." So that's pretty good. That was, that was good, good to see. Maybe I'll pick it up and I won't beat it, just like any other Souls games that I buy. That's <laughs> likely. Well, maybe this will be the one where you finally break through. Um, and so, they, the game that they, you know, well, actually, I won't, I won't jump there yet. I want to talk about some of the other smaller titles and surprises. 
We got to look at the next game from the Hyperlight Drifter creators, Solar Ash. Uh, similar uh, color palette, sort of a, a neon blue and purple and red going on, except for this one appears to be in 3D. Looked like it might be open world, although no way I can confirm that. Just It looked like much more open environments than the top-down Hyperlight Drifter. Uh, so I thought that looked really neat. Um, we got Little Devil Inside, which looked very cool. Uh, remember that Stray game where you play as a cat? Uh, uh, yeah, Stray. I thought that one looked very beautiful. I was like, I think I rewound back to it a couple of times because I was like, really? I'm like, are we talking about a game about just playing as a cat? I'm like, hey, I'm interested. Piqued my interest. I'm interested. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, and then what else? So, there was another one, right? Bug snacks. There was a that, the bugs. Oh yeah, yeah bug snacks looks crazy. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that one threw me. I was like, okay, it looked weird. And then at the end, with the with the thing coming at the screen, I'm like, okay, I don't know what to think about this game. Yeah, it looks like it would be something that would work well in VR. I wonder if that one's going to be a PSVR game too. But yeah, that one definitely had a kooky and zany feel that was a nice break from the rest of the show. We got several sort of family-friendly looking games, which I wasn't expecting from a PlayStation conference who, you know, leans a little bit more mature. We got... um, Darn it. It was called Kenna Bridge of Something. I couldn't. It, I didn't it, get the it, last word. It was Kenna Bridge of Spirits. I yeah, I wrote down also the titles as I was watching it, so I got you. <laughs> nice. Yeah, Kenna Bridge of Spirits. That looked like a friggin' Pixar movie come to life. Yeah, vis- which really visually, neat. It looked very neat, very beautiful. Um, honestly, a lot of these indie games, I was like, wow, like you know these these games. I got, I got, I must have had some good amount of money thrown into them because they they're looking really great. Um. I would say, what is there another one that I was? I, I'm trying to look at my list that might have thrown. Sackboy is that one? And it's not an indie game, but it, yeah, I, I, I know fact- Sackboy isn't an indie game, but you know, I was gonna ask you, like, why do you think they didn't call it a Little Big Planet? Because isn't I that- think they didn't call it because they they don't have the creative tools to make their own levels and stuff. That's my guess. Mm, okay. Yeah, I think it's more of a uh, co-op platformer. It was given a lot of um, Super Mario 3D World vibes, sort of just hop in with your friends and go through more of a traditional 3D space rather than, you know, Little Big Planet is, for as little as I ever use the creation tools, that's sort of the big appeal is it, is that once you complete the campaign, you can play all types of other shit. I think this is going to be more of a a stripped-down, maybe even like a a reduced price, Um, maybe not. Uh, that that's my theory is why it's called Sackboy: A Big Adventure and, and not Little Big Planet Four or whatever. And the <clears throat> other game I was gonna ask: Will we will we categorize Oddworld Soulstorm Soulstorm as a indie or is that a major title? Uh, somewhere in between, I think. Between? I, yeah, I think I'd call it like a a double A game, and I think that looked actually really pretty impressive like that was the one elena was watching it and she was like whoa this looks really cool yeah it kind of had a very dark to it yeah, mm-hmm. a dark vibe looks like the story is going to be more of a focus than it has been in the past what's your experience with odd world it's such an all over the place franchise honestly very little i think i have them 
right? And I just never started any of them, you know? <laughs> I, I think they made Oddworld new and tasty a f- couple of years ago, which was a remake, I think, of the original PS1 game. And I found it very finicky and frustrating, just the, the actual act of platforming. It was just, I was dying too much, and I wasn't very into... I just wasn't very into it. I would be willing to give it another shot. Um, I've always thought that the characters and the world look cool. I know that the... You know, there's that one, Oddworld Stranger's Wrath, which is like a third... Is it a third-person shooter for the 360 that I think just came to Switch? Something like that? I don't know. We're we're not the Oddworld experts. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Oddworld isn't a franchise that that has me jumping out the gate about, but this one looked pretty promising so maybe that'll change maybe i'll look go look look back start installing the the odd world game i have and try it out who knows who knows yeah uh well what do you think of godfall which was we got the first look at gameplay of that that was the first ps5 game ever revealed at the game awards back in december um how do you think that one looked like it was shaping up if i can be honest that was kind of my the most old, underwhelming one out of the whole, whole really? showcase for me, because it it really didn't jump out like anything that was groundbreaking. Like it was just a lot of hack and slash, and I was like, okay, you know, maybe I just need to see more of it. You know, I, I think yeah. Think. I mean, personally, I thought it looked pretty neat because it looked pretty high fidelity for like a, a looter type of game and if it has that sort of if the combat feels good and it's precise and the weapons are fun to collect and you know getting through levels is it you know it reminds me of what maybe a a dark souls meets uh diablo could be and that's my hope for it and you know overall i thought it looked pretty good it didn't blow me away but i like the hip-hop soundtrack they had going when it was playing and I, I overall thought that the that it looked neat. It looked like something that I'd like to to learn more about. So I get where you're coming from, though. Didn't didn't you know break my didn't blow me away. Uh, but I, I want to see more. Oh no, definitely. I definitely want to see more. But you know, I'd say for a game, they were like, oh my god, you know, groundbreaking looter shooter for the PS5. I was like, eh. Everything else in this in the in the review actually caught my attention more than it did. Um, mm. Maybe I'm just not, uh, maybe I'm just not too hopeful with Gearbox. They with because you know they are not all of the games are smash hits. You know they had Battleborn that wasn't that wasn't all that great. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes aside from some of the Borderland games, they can somewhat fall short of expectations. Right and. Um... I don't mean to like correct you and be a jerk, but they're they're just publishing this game. It's not the same developers as the Borderlands games. Okay, it's a it's a yeah, it's a new studio made up of a lot of formal former AAA developers. Um, if you look back on Level with You episode thirty six or something, you could probably <laughs> hear me talk more about that. <laughs> no, yeah, and I um, and I'll look into it a little more. But like I said, maybe I, maybe I'm just being too picky on it. Because mm. of it. I, or, and it's just the looter shooters. I, I maybe I'm just falling out of love with looter shooters nowadays. Really, I feel like I'm 
falling in love with. Like I, <laughs> like yeah, I've been in love with him in the past, and then I took a break, and now I'm like wanting to get back in there. You know, it's like kind of miss that leveling up my armor one point every two hours. Um, and what else? We got a new Astrobot game that looked pretty cool. That'll probably be a VR title. Uh, that's one I never got around to playing because I don't have a PSVR. Um, Bug Snacks, we already talked about that. Why don't we just move on to the two big things we still need to discuss and then we can wrap up this this little uh, extra level video. Horizon Forbidden West. We got to see it. It is real. It looks beautiful. And no release date or release window, unfortunately. So it's not likely that it's going to be a launch title. But we got Spider-Man. I think that makes up for it in AAA space. What do you think of Horizon Forbidden West? The look of it, the title, the whole shebang. Honestly, it looks amazing. Uh, that one was mm. like, wow. It even made me look at my shelf and be like, why haven't I beaten the complete edition that I have here of Horizon Zero Dawn? Um, it's one of those Great games that I keep, I keep saying that I'm going to get to, and then a million other games come out, and I buy games, and then my backlog becomes bigger between that. Honestly, this showcase brought to, to right to my face two games I have in my shelf that I haven't beaten, and that is Spider-Man. And that is Horizon Zero Dawn, right in my right in my face. Both of them on the shelf. Haven't beaten either one. Well, you got time, and I highly recommend going back to Zero Dawn. It's got a great ending. It's a well thought out story that really concludes itself in a nice way. I never got around to the DLC, the Frozen Wilds, which um, I can't remember if I have that or not. But I hear that that's very good even though it sort of takes place in the middle of the story. And I never really like when DLC does that, when it's like not post-game stuff, but whatever. Uh, I thought this looked fantastic. A real showcase for the hardware. I look forward to when I can see it in 4K, once I get my 4K TV with my PS5 and running at 60 frames. Because as... I'm sure you know that, that the games will look much better than we actually saw today. You know, they were actually being streamed at 1080p max resolution and 30 frames per second max uh, frame rate. So, you know, we're likely going to be getting 60 FPS, 4K. So these games that we saw today, while they looked good, they're going to look significantly better once you get your hands on them, with, once they start having uncompressed streams that you can really, or, you know, videos you can download and view. Uh, I think that that one's going to be a hell of a looker. That's for sure. Yeah, honestly, if, I, if this is how it looked at 30 frames per second, I, I can only imagine. And I'm excited. You know, I think that I can attest that I was over here watching the event, excited to watch the event, but also holding, folding my arms like, man, yeah, it's 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 better than the last xbox event thing you know whatever <laughs> that's, that's for damn sure <laughs> not that that was bad but yeah we did not get a price we did not get a release date but we did get a look at the hardware in a very stylish and dramatic build-up moment during the stream which i thought that they, they just the transitions and the looks of the graphics throughout the whole show were like a plus really really cool bringing up that PlayStation love with the sacred symbols and the PlayStation Studios logos flashing everywhere. So it's white, 
it's black, it's crazy looking, it's from another planet. What do we think of the PS5 console itself? I I like how it looks. At first, I'm like, ooh, it looks like a wireless router. <laughs> Everybody is posting pictures of wi- of routers with two <laughs> envelopes next to it already. Like yep. I, I, consoles are like there were some hilarious Series X memes when that one first came out. So that's to be expected. And I think the reactions that I've seen so far have actually been more mixed than I than I thought. Because when I first saw it on the screen, I was like, "Damn, that looks sexy." Um, but I don't know. Do I like it more than the Series X's very practical and beefy and just here's a freaking game slab for you? <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, what, what were your thoughts on it? I will say that once they're both on my entertainment stand, they're going to complement each other very well. You know, mm-hmm. one one's going to be very sleek, white. The other one, very robust, you know, heavy duty, black, square, not so sleek. Mm-hmm. And my mm-hmm. stand is going to look amazing because it's going to be next gen all around. Um, Hell yeah. That PS5, though, what I was excited about the design reveal wasn't truly just the design. It was because I'm hoping that they do not get rid of the game share ability because I will be all in on the digital edition. Oh, yeah? You're going to go digital? Oh, yeah, we didn't even mention that. This is crazy. That like mm-hmm. Everybody's been rumored. There's been rumors that the next Xbox is going to have two versions. One of them is going to be all digital. One of them might be a little less powerful. And Sony just right out the gate, there's a digital edition and there's a disk drive edition. There likely will be a price difference. Um, so you're going in all digital with it, huh? I, I say, why not? You know, hopefully there is a price difference. Hopefully the, the all digital is a little cheaper. Um, but why not? Like, I don't really watch movies with on, on Blu-rays anymore. I'm buying all my movies digital nowadays. And, you know, yeah, I'm, I like collecting my, my physical games, but you know, I do it for my Nintendo Switch. I was doing it for the PS4, but then I'm game sharing, so why why do it? Might as well just game share all the way through, just like I do on the Xbox. I don't buy any physical games for the Xbox. So hopefully, you know, they don't get rid of the ability to game share, because then mm-hmm. it'll suck for me. Because then that's the whole point of going all digital. Well, for me, I will definitely be getting the disc version, because I have about 50 physical PS4 games that I hope will still be playable. Um, you know, will I have to go to the PS store and download a new license for it? I don't know. I, I don't see why. I, I think that they likely will be compatible. I know that they've, there's been, they've certainly not been as upfront as Microsoft has been as far as backwards compatibility goes, which is a little concerning. But for me, just, uh, and I like getting the physical copies for, for PlayStation games. I don't know why my Xbox is my digital console just because of Game Pass and, uh, the way that that infrastructure works of downloading and uh, deleting kind of in a very devil-may-care attitude way because, uh, hell, hell, whatever, I got the the gaming, the Netflix of gaming, and that's great. So I, I like that I have kind of two sides of the spectrum there, and my PS4 is my more, like, like I want to get The Last of Us 2 physical just so I can have it next to The Last of 1 physical that I have. And um, So, yeah, I, I think it's cool that they're doing it, although I hope that it doesn't spell the end. 
I think that there was always going to be a place for physical games. I, I, if they, yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens in the future. No one can predict everything that the next, you know, six to eight years will hold for the PlayStation Five. But I think this was a, a, a really interesting and engaging first look. Looking forward to to learning more in the coming months. And yeah, it's been good good reacting to it with you, Kenny. Same here, same here. I'm actually I enjoyed this. Um, and hopefully there'll be other reasons for us to do this again. You know, and I I really liked it and. We'll see how, how, what other information we get for the PS5 and Xbox Series X. I, you know, you never know. Maybe now with this, we'll see more Xbox stuff within the next couple of weeks. They don't want to stay behind. They want to be the, the yeah. They got to They want to be. Yep. <laughs> especially with the, all the all the gameplay that we just saw. So all uh, the gameplay. Yeah, that's one thing that they really got. Like, I don't know if it was planned in advance. Like all the backlash after the Series X event, where there was very limited gameplay, and this was just like. No, here's a freaking like minute and a half long chunk of the game, and so yeah, I think that Xbox likely will come back with um, I don't know about a vengeance, but with uh, something to prove next time around. So we'll certainly be there to discuss that when it happens. And uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in to our special edition of Extra Level. My name's Wiley Olmstead. I've been joined by Kenny, and we will see you next time. See you guys.